0: Hey guys, it's your favorite podcaster who's uploading on time and actually keeping up his word for like I think the first time ever and I'm actually kind of impressed with myself so I'm recording this episode like um, in the middle of the week which I'm hoping to get out on Friday. I think I said Thursday but then I really wanted to keep this episode as a backup but um, this whole week I'm probably going to be super busy even today I have like a ton of stuff on my schedule but then I really wanted to get an episode out like on time since this month has probably been the best month for uploads. And um, I was looking at like the analytics of like just randomly, just checking like how many listens and stuff like that. And the numbers have been increasing, which I'm really happy about. Like now I actually have like people who are listening to my podcast and even some people who are getting back to me, which is amazing. So thank you guys for um, tuning in. I really do enjoy Um, doing the podcast and obviously it's a big bonus if people are listening and if the message is getting through so yeah i think um so far the podcast has been growing and it's great to see you guys that you guys are also enjoying these episodes no matter like what style or content that i'm giving out so today i actually have like more of a discussion i guess i mean i wanted to do this episode with like maybe like some of my other friends who are just finishing their um 12th grade as well since I just completed school and I'm heading off to college. I kind of wanted to talk to other people who um, were also completing college. uh, Sorry, school. Uh, Yeah, but then again, I'm not sure when I'm going to be bringing guests on this podcast. I have been trying, guys. There are a couple of people who I wanted to get in my podcast, but sadly, some refused and some I just haven't asked yet. So maybe maybe like before we get the 20th episode out, I might do a special episode with someone else and maybe like we go for a longer episode, like a half an hour episode, a huge discussion with someone. I think that would be definitely a cool idea. If you guys do want that, do let me know. That can definitely be made. Um, but yeah, so in today's episode, I kind of wanted to talk about how kind of like the education system, I guess. I have done an episode on homeschooling and just uh, schooling in general and my opinions on that whole um, area. Um, but in today's discussion, is going to be a little bit different. First, I want to give my personal experience. Um, Recently, I went and wrote the TOEFL exam. So if you guys don't know what the TOEFL exam is, it's basically like one of those English proficiency tests to check if you are able to converse in English properly, you're able to read properly, you're able to understand it properly. And yeah, it's basically a way to check if you are up to date with English. So in that, you obviously have the multiple sections, but before we get into that, what's the purpose of writing the TOEFL, you may ask? Writing the TOEFL can be used for your visa if you're going to go back to the US. If you're going back, no, if you're going to another state or country, such as, like for example, the US, they might require the TOEFL exam for your visa. That's just to make sure that you know English properly. It's the same with, with Germany. Germany expects you to complete, um, I believe it's A2, the A2 level of German in order for you to go there. It's just good because if you're going to need to converse and um, operate in Germany, you're going to need to know their national language. Nothing wrong about it. So TOEFL is one of the English proficiency tests. If you haven't heard of TOEFL, you might have heard of IUTS. It's basically like the UK standard version. Well, um, they mostly accept IOTS. But it doesn't really matter which one you write. It's just some way to check your English proficiency. So some of my colleges asked me to write the TOEFL exam since I'm from India. And uh, I did my exam recently. So yeah, what happened was um, it's completely computerized, which uh, even for me, I found that shocking. Like, (laughs) I guess you could say that I'm in the newer generation. But then again, I still am more uh, comfortable writing down stuff. So even when I was practicing the exams, I always wrote it down. So when I went to the exam and I had to do everything on the computer, I felt kind of awkward, like how the times are changing. Like nowadays you don't use the paper and pen that I always used to use. And I'm the person who's like in the changing generation. So now that you have all of these tests that are becoming more standardized, you're using more computers, you're using more auto-corrections, there isn't much human involvement. And you can see that it's not just in like manufacturing sectors or like with um, other sectors where like, we say that those are being um, incorporated with a lot of technology and they're losing a lot of jobs. Though there aren't many jobs that are being lost in education, there are definitely a lot of jobs that are being taken up by computers. And especially, I think like one of the really good things about this is, is that the constant use of like paper and pen might not give a balance to other people per se. For example, handwriting. Everyone's handwriting is different. So like if you're gonna read someone's essay, like if I'm the person who's correcting a person's essay, I might look towards their handwriting or the structure of how they've like written it as in like whether it's all on the line, how neat it is, is there like proper proper indentation? I will look towards those stuff for correcting it. Like indirectly, I cannot be so biased because obviously I will look like if this is neater, I will be more interested in correcting it because it's easier to understand. But when you go to computerizing it, it all depends on the skills of the student. Because you can't really make your presentation look neat. What it's going to be same to everyone else's. Even if you do give paragraph indentation, that's a mark. You can get points for that regardless. So yeah, I think that in a way, that is definitely a good way of correction. It is good for corrections, and it is good to remove the biasness. And obviously, with the multiple choice questions, it's instant correction, so there aren't any faults there. So yeah, there are some advantages to this, but then... For me personally, I still find, I found it really weird because um, for the whole three hours I was there, I was just like staring into a computer and like reading everything off it. Even when I do read a lot of books, I do enjoy reading a lot of books. Uh, I'm reading a couple of books right now. I'm going to use that for another episode because I had a whole discussion on books as well. But even with books, I prefer the hard copy version over the soft copy version. I know that like a lot of people do prefer the soft copy version and like even I do personally because it's so cheap. Like you can buy online eBooks for free and some you know, the books that you really do want aren't that expensive at all, at least compared to the original books. This is kind of bad for like all of the authors and writers out there since if they're publishing books, people are just going to read it online. And I think that's kind of sad as well because um, books are so enjoyable. You can learn so much through the books and it's such a good way for uh, writers to express their opinions and thoughts on ideologies and concepts that they have been learning throughout their lives, and they express it through various characters in their books. So, I definitely do believe that if you do buy a book, you are supporting the author. But whereas online, it's a bit of a cheaper method, isn't it? It's like, I guess it's like the same way where you like uh, sell your movie online for like a, to like a website like Netflix. If you are selling your movie to Netflix, you expect the uh, watchers to watch it on Netflix, but you are obviously going to have people who do not use Netflix, and they're going to go and watch it on some random torrent website. There isn't much you can do about it. It's just sad because your content is not getting the praise that you deserve. Uh, Well, I mean, you do get the praise, just not the money, I guess. So yeah, that's how it works. And it's it's the same way for books as well. But for me personally, I cannot really like look at a screen the whole day and read the book off a screen. I prefer the hard copy version to have it in my hands. And yeah, so that's just how it is for me. So yeah, um, the whole computerization version, it kind of made me think like in the future, is this how it's gonna be? Is this how a classroom is gonna be? Where like everyone is so independent where each person might have a computer and the class will be taken on the computer. In the COVID times, that's basically how it was. Everybody would sit at home and they would use your laptops to join class. You, don't ha- you, you didn't have the option to really go to school. So yeah, that's, all, that's already a form of how technological in- innovation is being brought about in our daily lives. But let's say that this happens in the future, except where there was, there aren't enough stuff, there aren't enough teachers to be taking class. What happens if they just take random video recordings and they start putting it up on the boards where instead of like having your traditional whiteboards or blackboards, you're going to have large screens to present videos of certain topics for the class to understand. Then again, that's more innovation. Is that better? I mean, yes. For the school, you don't have to pay money to teachers. You have these already usable videos, and you can definitely take class every day. You get to decide when what happens. It's so much of a stricter schedule, and yes, in a way, it is a, it is good for the school, but for students, it's definitely not because teachers play such a huge role in a lot of students' lives. And I think like still even today, a lot of people underestimate their teachers. I will uh, I can purely tell you like based on just my experiences that without my teachers, I would not have been able to do much of anything. It's not just because of the way they teach me, it's the way that they engage with me. There's a lot of stuff that you can learn from the teacher, which doesn't just require studies because not only are they experts in their field of, in their field, but they can also teach you a lot of lessons that they have learned throughout their education, throughout their lives. And there's a lot of stuff that you can interact with your teachers that you cannot with your parents or friends around you. They are your elders and they are your mentors, not just your teachers. So I think a lot of people are underestimating and not really valuing their teachers as much as they are supposed to, especially nowadays when the whole generation is becoming a lot more ruder and a lot more like concise with how they deal with people. They only try to use people. They try to get their own benefits out of it, which isn't wrong. Like You could say that like you are only living for like yourself and the people around you. But then, again, they are also people. If it was a computer, sure. The computer is not really... It doesn't need anything out of it. But even a teacher, they are giving all their information to you. And at the very minimum, you should be able to interact back with them and help them out in some way. And that helping out can even be just being respectful and using the information that they give you. So, yeah, I think like teachers are also like uh, such a huge and integral part of education where if you, remove, you can't remove teachers and expect a robot to do a teacher's work because a teacher isn't paid for all the work that they do. I think that's basically what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I think the whole computerization of like tests is maybe a good idea, but maybe not for like the whole education sector. So yeah. And then the reason why, so like this was basically like going to be like the introduction of my video, video, the episode, but since I don't have a guest, I think I'll do the next segment on my own, which was basically about like external standardized tests. So for example, if you're in the US, you have your SATs, you have your ACTs, and in India you have your NWT, which is the NEET, and then you have your JE exams. So yeah, now you might just be asking me, why am I just saying random letters and not calling them words? Oh, okay, this is a huge talk. Well, these are all the standardized tests that are given by the government of each country for um, external evaluation, I guess you can say. So which one should I address first? I guess I'll do the one for US since I just wrote my TOEFL exam. You have the SATs, which are your SATs, they are out of 1,600 and you have 800 for math and you have 800 for English. So these are basically just, it's just an external test where you have certain competence again and they ask you certain questions from English and math and you—it uh, it is out of 1,600 basically. And it's just an exam to check, like, how much have you learned from, like, your final years of st- studying. And it's basically, like, an added bonus. Like, the school, can the colleges will also check your SATs and see if you have, like, reach the certain threshold, and if you have, that basically marks like how well you study, not just based off your school experience. ACTs are quite similar. I haven't written the ACTs, but I believe they're out of 35, and they also have their own subcategories. Nowadays, more people prefer the SATs over the ACTs, and especially after COVID, even the SATs aren't really applicable. I mean, yes, they are. Don't get me wrong. It is good to have your SATs, but they aren't really considered anymore in a lot of colleges. So yeah, now the US is more likely leaning towards the school education rather than the SATs and ACTs which were implemented a long time ago. In India, the government recently came up with the um, NEET and JEE exams. NEET exam is for people who want to study um, biology, who want to go into medicine. You have an exam out of 180 which is uh, calculated to 720 where you have 80, 90 questions from biology, 45 from chemistry and 45 from physics. And um, basically getting good marks on that exam is basically the way to get into college rather than looking at the um, how much rather than looking at your school exams, they look towards the NEET exams if you get a certain mark. So it's out of 720. So if you get more than 600, you're basically guaranteed a good seat. A good seat means um, a good entrance into the college where you can be provided with a scholarship and you can get into better colleges. Each college will have their own requirements on the NEET. And they only ask you to pass during your school. The same thing applies for JE, whereas it is out of three hundred, and it's mostly comprised of math, chemistry, and physics. Those are obviously for engineers. So yeah, these are the basically the two exams. You also have certain other exams. I will not to be going over because I feel like it'll be too tedious. here. the KVP-wise exam where you can become a KVPY scholar, and then you have the JE advanced exams, and then obviously you have each college's entrance exams. Huge processes, don't really want to get into it, because today um, I'm only, I am want to focus on these four exams that I mentioned, the SATs, ACTs, NEET, and JE exams. And the reason that is because I feel that these four exams are leading to a failure in the education sector. If you ask me whether they're right or wrong, definitely believe that they're a wrong way of education, and um, hear me out. So the first thing is that you have been, uh, each student goes to school for 12 years. At minimum, you're going to school for 12 years. Starting from the first grade to your final year in high school, this 12th grade. So, basically, like, you are studying in school. Like, let's just say, like, forget about first tenth, Since that's basically, like, the introduction to school. You just learn all of the basics. The whole point is to develop your passion and find where you want to go. And by 11th and 12th, you get to choose what subjects you want to take. That is, like, at a minimum. You get to choose the courses or the subjects. Whatever you want to do, you choose it in 11th and 12th. And then you study those subjects with all your effort for two whole years. And then you appear for exams at the end of your schooling year. And then you're expected to immediately attend a or jee exam a month later. And um, that's crazy. For example, this year, students will be finishing their um, school exams on April 5th or 6th. Like by April, I think it's like April 10th. By April 10th, they'll be finishing their... Um, School exams and the NEET exams immediately come in the first week of May. So you only have a month gap from when you end school to writing your NEET because once you complete your NEET, you need to start applying to colleges. So it's a lot of work for a student and a lot of stuff to deal with. And that's not really the main issue that I find with this. Of course, it is a big issue because one thing compared to the SATs and the NEET is that SAT, most of the materials that you, you, uh, most of the exam components that appear in the SATs are stuff that you have studied before, and they will be stuff that you're comfortable with. Whereas for the needs, they may have been stuff that you might have seen, but the portions are not similar. There are a lot of stuff that you have to learn, and you have to specifically prepare for the NEAT exams, because time is a huge, huge factor in need. If people are saying that you have a difficulty dealing with time for the SATs, then the NEET is probably like thrice as hard. So yeah, huge, huge, huge exam. And the worst part about NEET exam is that the college won't really consider your board marks, which means the final 12th marks for college. They will only be looking at your NEET exam. And especially since now everyone is, uh, all the colleges are only looking at NEET exams, everyone is only preparing for the NEET exams. You're only concentrating on the NEET. And when you're concentrating on the NEET exams, everybody is going to be concentrating on it. Since you only need to pass in 12th, you can just put all your attention towards NEET And just try and get the minimal score in your school, which is for the school exam, not in my school, for the school exam. And then you can use the rest of your time to study for NEET because those marks matter more. The higher mark you get, the higher chances at scholarship. The higher mark you get, the better seats in college that you will get. It all works hand in hand. So now you may ask again, like, what is so bad about it? Regardless, you're still studying and you're still appearing for an exam. What I think is bad about this is because it undermines the value of education that you get at your school. If anyways, if like you're a student, let's say like for a medical student, you want to go for the NEET exam, you want to go to college for medicine. There is no point to going into school because all you need to do is pass. And with the portions that you learn for NEET, you can definitely appear for your board exams. So why would you go to school for two years? And that's a huge concept that is happening around around India now. A lot of people aren't even going to school for 11th and 12th because if they get the required marks at school, the school will be able to give them the full attendance and all they have to do is appear for the board exams and get their, get their minimum pass marks. And a lot of other institutions, now that you have a lot of like, for example, Baijus Akash and other institutions who provide coaching. Now they call it coaching centers. They allow students to join from almost eighth grade or sixth grade, all the way until 12th, where they have six package deals, six years package deals or like four year package deals where you can just join the institution, not even go to school, just appear at your school for the exams, and use all of the rest of your time to get coached and write your NEET exams. And this works, reason being because college only expect you to get this much marks in NEET so that you can get this good of a seat at their college. So I think that this is like horrendously undermining the school education system. And the sad part about this is, is that it's completely promoted by the government. And I get that you do need a higher expectation. Like, don't get me wrong, the competition in India is insane. You have so many people trying to become doctors and engineers, and definitely the need is a way to cut out a lot of people. And each year, the threshold is increasing by a larger and larger amount. It's becoming more difficult to score, but there are so, since there are so many people trying, you have a lot of people who are getting really good scores and getting their good seats, so that some people, even with their good scores, are not able to go, get good seats. So the huge issue that I find with this is like I said, I cannot keep saying the same thing again. I do not like the way that this undermines the whole school system. And especially another reason is that this is not exactly good for colleges as well, because they are only looking at the neat exam. And when you look at a neat exam, sure, studies wise, you have um, a good opportunity. Like you can, you can judge that if this person is get, going to get this much mark, there is no luck out of it. They have obviously studied and prepared so, so much. And they have written in the exam and gotten this much mark you have a good check on their education. But what are the other checks? If you're a good college, you're going to need a lot of stuff that you want from your students. You're going to want them to be disciplined. You're going to want them to have an overall good background. You're going to want them to be extra, have extracurricular activities to maintain their mental health. There are a lot of stuff that you have to look at and factor in as a college for a student, whereas the need only judges one thing. And when you study as a student, if you're studying for both your need and your board exams, that's a horrendous amount of pressure that is put onto the child. And obviously, even if they do complete the whole exam sessions, it's gonna be very difficult for them to continue in college as they have to continue with so much stress from that. After releasing all that and getting into the college, it's gonna be difficult to get back into that same structure and study again. It's gonna be much more difficult because college life is completely different from your normal school life. So I think that even colleges cannot just use these exams, the neat exams. But a huge issue is that by the time the NEET exam is over in May, colleges have to start looking at their applications. They cannot give these entrance exams because students aren't really going to be able to appear for it. But the reason why I prefer college entrance exams over these um, standardized tests is that it gives a larger opportunity for college to um, decide what kind of students they want because they get to phrase all the questions and answers. So let's say, for example, there are two ways that you look at this. The current way this is playing out is that the school education probably is, like, hugely just a waste of time. And you um, heavily rely on your external exams, such as NEET. And the college also doesn't really have a role in this. All they require is a certain threshold mark from their NEET exam. The second way, which I think, in my opinion, is the way that that I think this should be playing out, is um, with the school system. I cannot explain this more if you, do, if you do not listen to the uh, episode where I discussed about why I do not like homeschooling, I think that's a spoiler since I said I wanted to be homeschooled, but definitely I don't want to be homeschooled. Do check out that video. I think it's episode four, I believe, um, where I talk about um, the importance of going to school. Um, yeah, that episode. Go do listen to it and then come back to this section because um, I'm going to be talking about the way I think that, the way I envision uh, schooling to be. I think that external exams are not really required. If you are going to keep an external exam, it should be similar to the SATs, in my opinion, where a lot of the material has already been studied for. And as well as um, you get to promote the school education and it will um, empower the schools and it will allow more students to be going to school and keeping their attendance high because the education at school is important. So it's just basically, I think I want to make the... I want to. Um, school education to be more important again, because right now it's so lackluster compared to the NEET exams. So maybe incorporate the NEET exam portions into school so that the school exams are a bit harder, I guess. So not only the school exams, the other thing I wanted to bring about is college entrance exams. Like the better the college, the harder the entrance exam, where they're able to provide the materials and whatnot for the exam. Um, So yeah, I think like the reason how this plays out is, I believe it's in, um, my friend was talking to me, where um, my friend is going to the Netherlands, not, i'm not going to stay in any details but for certain colleges in netherlands they do have like these college exams where they provide materials like a month in advance and they um, also post all the questions where you get to design your answers and you get to decide how you want to answer based on the materials that you are given you can prepare during the whole month and you can take the tests some which are time limited and some which can only do once a whole plethora of questions and you can complete that exam and that's basically your college entrance exam, where take like 50% of that exam into consideration and 50% of your school education. And I think that's like almost like a perfect system. The reason why I believe so is as a college, you're going to want students who are interested in studying at the college. You don't want them to transfer. You want them to finish their college there. You want them to have a good education. And when you do take these college entrance exams, you can individually analyze each student based off their answers. And you get to decide the questions you frame. So you can try and get certain answers out of certain students. And those students who match your quali- the qualifications that you want, you can obviously take in those students. Another great advantage of this is that since every college will be having their own entrance exams, not many students will be applying to each college. Each college will have a different amount of applications, and they'll probably be much lesser since not a lot of students can prepare for so many exams. So students who generally start, who have been applying to like eight or 10 colleges now can probably only apply to two or four. So that also solves a huge issue with computation and obviously, in every country you go, there will be exceptions for colleges who will take the students, regardless of what they've, what has happened. They expect like some really minimum mark. So that means even the people who don't score much very well, they will be able to get into college. So this is a system that I do believe that has a much, much better expectancy than the current ways that stuff is going on. But this is really my opinion, and you guys can tell me whether you guys think this is right or wrong. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This episode is probably, I think one of my longest episodes. What is this now? 25 minutes. Oh my God. I've just been talking for a long time, but I enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, you guys can tell me too. Thank you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode, probably in March since I'm super busy, but hopefully um, by like, let me see. I'll just give you guys a date since I think that's been working out. Um, Probably like maybe like next Wednesday. Hey, wait, today's Friday. Never mind. So like next Friday, yeah, let's just say next Friday for now, and I'll hope, I'll get you guys. I'll make sure that you guys get an episode. And yeah, if you guys do enjoy, like I said, tell me. I am definitely looking into it, as I stated in the start of the episode. And yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.